Listen, as we remain standing for the reading of God's word, as we continue this series that God has given us for this summer of 2017, the series is called Supernatural Peace. And we have called this the summer of supernatural peace. In fact, we are praying, declaring, and decreeing Amen. That we will have a peace that far exceeds any human understanding. Look at someone and say supernatural peace. And on this Father's Day, we share this, this next message in this series. The text is St. John chapter 4, verses 46 to 53, the New King James Version. We will read the text in its entirety so that you will have an appropriate understanding of the text and know what God is trying to say to us. Here is the reading of God's holy word. Those that love God's word said amen. amen. Anybody looking for supernatural revelation through God's word, amen. I don't know about you, but I, I always, whenever I hear God's word, say, speak to me, Lord. Amen. Here is what God is saying to us. Verse 46. So Jesus came again to Canaan of Galilee, where he made the water wine. And there was a certain nobleman whose son was sick at Capernaum. When he heard that Jesus has come out of Judea into Galilee, he, the nobleman, the father, went to Jesus and implored him, one translation says, and begged him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. This was desperate, you are. He was at the point of death. Then Jesus said to him, unless you people see signs and wonders, you will by no means believe. The nobleman said to Jesus, sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, go your way. Your son lives. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. Listen to this. So the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him. And he went his way. And as he was now going down, as he was going home, his servants met him and told him, saying, Your son lives. Your son lives. Then he inquired of them the hour when he, his son, got better. And they said to him, it was yesterday at the seventh hour the fever left him. One translation I like says the fever broke. Ooh, just, just let me deviate for a minute. Look at somebody and say the fever is about to break. Some of you got some children. You need to say hallelujah over that. Amen. Verse 53. So the father knew. 
that it was at that same hour in which Jesus said to him, your son lives and he himself believed. The father believed. This is the part I like. And his whole household. Those who love God's word, say amen. 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 Catch someone by the hand. Summer of supernatural peace. Here is the next message in this series. Hold those hands. Squeeze those hands. And say a father's faith. Tell him it matters when a father has faith. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. A father's faith. Yes, it does matter when a father has faith. But we often hear folk, and appropriately so, I told the church this morning, talk about a mother's faith. And we, we cherish Mother's Day, and rightly so. And there are songs and sermons about Mother's Day and mamas. And God knows Shirley Caesar made a career. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Talking about Mama had me on in her mind. And Dorothy Norwood and all the others sang this song. Somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind. Took the time to pray for me. I'm still waiting on a song that says, Father prayed for me. Still waiting on folk to share tears on Father's Day. Amen. You can barely get a card if you go in the drugstore. Am I right? And I, I told the church this morning, I just don't understand that. I just, when I go in for Mother's Day, I have all kind of selections, three and four rows, the back row, and they say, oh, we've got another component with some more cards. You go for Father's Day, the shelf is this long. <laughs> and you better get there quick, amen. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, what's up with that? Perhaps it is a reflection of we as a society where we stand and the priorities we place on fatherhood. Listen. It is widely believed by many behavior science experts that a father's faith or the like thereof plays a very important role in determining how his children understand and relate to God. Now, I will be the first to tell you that, that there are some godly fathers whose children don't always obey God's word. And then there are some godly children who had no fathers in their lives. Amen. But science, statistics say, where there is a godly father in the house, it makes a difference when it comes to the family's relationship with God. Can I preach? A recent study that is entitled, quote, Faith of the Fatherless, the Psychology of Atheism, unquote. That's the study. The study suggests that some of history's most 
famous and notorious atheists have many things in common, one of which is that they usually suffer from what the study calls a defective relationship with their fathers. Study goes on to say that the Charles Mason, Mansons of the world uh, and, and, the, and others who have done some horrific things usually have a common thread, and that is a defective or a not-so-good relationship with their fathers. It has been stated that a father's lack of faith in God, father's lack of faith in that supreme power, the great I am, does seem to have a negative impact on the overall well-being of his family. I will say to every father that is under the sound of my voice, whether you are in this place or you're streaming live, your faith makes a difference with your family. Yeah. We, we sometimes put a whole lot of emphasis on, on athletics. We put a whole lot of emphasis on academics, and those things are important. But we, we don't put as much emphasis on the faith aspect of believing. I'm not saying that you need a preaching father or your father have to have been a deacon or some person that has great stature in a local church. I'm just saying faith in God. Just seeing daddy pray over grace matters. Amen. Having faith in God matters. Now there, there are a lot of bad examples and I've shared the Charles Manson on with you and others who perhaps did not have such a great relationship. However, on the other end of the spectrum, there are many wonderful examples of how fathers with faith and faithfulness that has been the rock-solid foundation of their family's success. Throughout the Bible, you see that. Throughout history, you see that. We've seen that throughout the history of this local church. The Bible talks about Abraham, who was the father of Isaac. Abraham's faith and faithfulness produced Isaac. Isaac's faith and faithfulness produced Jacob. Jacob's faith and faithfulness produced Joseph. We, we've seen that even here, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was impacted by Dr. Martin Luther King Sr. We've seen it with the history of Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. The, the deacon Frank English Jr.'s produced our great brother who's gone on to be with the Lord, Elder Frank English III. Elder William Lloyd uh, produced Bill Lloyd. We, we have seen that. And, and, and Bishop A.C. Jackson uh, produced Mac and Rod, and, and he did all right with yours truly, perhaps. But I'm, I'm, I'm here to tell you that it matters. And so don't take that for granted. Don't take it for granted when you see particular boys that grow up to be successful men 
have had some man in their life, either a natural father or a father figure. And unfortunately, in our society, there are a lot of young men who are relying on father figures. That's why we need mentorships. We need others who can step up to do that. And I say to every dad who does not think you going to church matters, it matters. You don't think you live in godly matters, it matters. Because usually your children will have to emulate you. And if it is a negative influence, it takes every ounce of the Holy Ghost for them not to emulate you. I'm preaching to somebody right now. But I thank God for godly fathers, fathers of faith, fathers who are faithful, names you don't ever hear called, are people who you never read about in the newspapers. You don't see their stories highlighted on the evening news. You don't see that when the men have something and they're out there raking somebody's yard and daddies are out there carrying young men to the, the news doesn't carry that or doesn't cover that but 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 let the word go out there is a shooting on atlas road it it amazes me how how the how the news will say well we have a skeleton which is a light weekend crew until it bleeds and if it bleeds it leads and if something bad happens and everybody is there but why shouldn't the world know about those godly men who pray every day and, and, and who sacrifice for their families to be alright. There are the examples that we should emulate. Amen somebody? Because let me make the devil mad. For every dead beat dead there is a faithful dad. There, there is one who, who, who took care of his family and did all he knows how to do. Amen somebody? We had an illustration this morning at the 8 o'clock service, and I asked all the fathers to come to the altar, and it blew my mind. Uh, hundreds at 8 o'clock in the morning at the altar worshiping. I told the camera crews, get it off me and put it at the altar. Why? Because folk need to see that the devil is a liar. Amen. And to those of you that are looking for good men, young ladies who are looking for good men to marry, don't settle for anything. Don't you want somebody that your family can say we are proud of? The, great, the greatest compliment you can ever pay somebody. I, I was telling my mom last night, I went by uh, Green Lawn and visited my dad's resting place. And it was about 8.30 last night. I called my mom, said, thank you, I love you. I was sitting there by myself. The sun was going down. And, 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 and I said to dad, my, my greatest accomplishment in the world is that if I made you proud. I don't care about anything else, but all I want to do is make you proud because you made your daddy proud and your daddy made his daddy proud. And I say the greatest accomplishment for me at the end of my life is for my sons to say, my daddy made me proud. I don't care about the number of sermons I preach or bills I pass at the state house or articles that have been written about me. Because when it's all said and done, if those who know you best can't praise you the most, then there's something wrong with that relationship. Folk know of you, 
but those who know you best know who you really are. Amen, somebody. So put those hands together and give God a hand of praise for godly, faithful men of great faith. In fact, that's right. We ought to stand up on this Father's Day and give God a hand of praise for every godly father, faithful man. Thank you, men. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Nobody has to make you support your family. Amen. Nobody, no, nobody has, as a matter of fact, when you're godly and, and you walk in faith, you do more than the bare minimum. Why? Because you represent your heavenly father, which is in heaven. And you're, you praise God because you want others to see you praise God. Amen. One of the things I enjoy most of anything else, I know this, of when men praise God. And there, there's some of my favorite praisers in here. Uh, Deacon Ryan, uh, Shelly, he's in the parking lot. Deacon for Cope, Ella Bradley, others. Um, when, when, when you don't have to make men get up on their feet to praise God. Because folks say all the time it's hard to get a man to praise God. The devil is a liar. Men have testimonies too. Come on, somebody. Let, let, let me say that again. Men are the only one that God has brought from a mighty long ways. Women are the only one that God has brought from the mighty long ways. God has been good to us also. So when we think of the goodness of Jesus, where are my brothers? Let me try that one more time. When we think, men, of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for us, our soul cries out, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for blessing us. You've got a right to praise God because God has been good to you. Listen, in this text, for the next few moments, in this text, powerful example of a father's faith that saved his child's life. Father's faith that led to the salvation of his entire household. Look at this text. Our text involves a man who was a father who is simply known in the text as a nobleman from Capernaum. He was a man of great stature. He was a man who had status in the community. But that did not prevent him from begging Jesus for deliverance of his child. Some of us are too stuck up. Say that again. Some of us are too rigid. I know, I know people say, well, Pastor, I'm just not the emotional type. I'm just not until Carolina plays on Saturday. <laughs> say that again. There, there are some folk I didn't even know that their vocal cords can go beyond minimum until I saw them at a ball game and hollering and yelling and waving and go, go, go. And I says, bring that to church tomorrow morning. A nobleman who, regardless of his position, felt that he had to have an audience with Jesus. Listen, this father approaches Jesus on behalf of his sick son. Ooh. His son, according to the text, verse 47 in particular, was at home, quote, at the point of death, unquote. Son in a desperate situation. When your child 
is in a desperate situation, you don't have time to be cute or to be dignified. Amen. Or to try to be so deep. Amen. Jesus in verse 50. Uh, first of all, let, the, the man comes to Jesus and he says to Jesus, my son is at home at the point of death. Listen to his request. He says to Jesus, come and heal my son. <clears throat> he, he wanted him to come down where his son was. That was his request. And heal my son. And then Jesus does something that was not exactly what he asked for. But Jesus wanted to test his faith. Because it's easy to believe it when God shows up and he does it right there when you can see it. But what if all you get is a word? <laughs> what if all you have is a promise? All you have is a divine declaration that everything is going to be all right. When you can't see it, can't feel it. And, and there's no evidence that it has happened that you can see right away. You're worried. You're sick. You, your anxiety is running high. Uh, the enemy is trying to steal your peace. What do you do when, when, when you go to the Lord and the Lord sends you on your way with nothing but a word? <laughs> well, what do you do when God tells you, read the Bible and the answer is in the Bible? Can you trust God when you can't see it and you can't feel it? Some of you had to raise your families with nothing but a word. Some of you have had your backs against the wall and things were not going right in your family and, and the enemy told you to give up on your child. But somehow you remember God's word that says, and your seed shall be blessed. Any witnesses in here? Anybody ever had to just take God at his word. Look at somebody and say, all I have is a word. You've raised it on a word. You know what God says. You know what God can do. I'm a living witness because I've seen some of your testimonies. I, I know what you went through. I saw the struggles some of you had with your family. But I saw God turn it around. Don't tell me what God can do. That's why I refuse to give up on anybody. And any father who ever gives up on your child, I don't care how often they get in trouble, you've been used by the adversaries. No matter how many times they mess up, you always be there to say God is able. And you know how to speak faith. Told the church this morning, Pastor Bradley, one of the most touching moments of my life. Got into trouble, and you've heard my son testify, but this is my youngest son. Got in trouble on Ellen, and, and he, he was locked up in Alvin S. Glenn. Got in trouble, and, and, and I went down, and some folks said, leave him there, teach him a lesson. I said, no, that's my son. I said, the Lord didn't leave you in your mess. God went and got you. Can I preach to somebody? Didn't he do it, Rico? God, God, God went and got us. I went and picked him up. 
got him in the car, drove him back. On our way back, we stopped by 2932 Dale Drive, my daddy's house. Went in the room with my daddy. Daddy said, let's have prayer, son. Daddy confined to a wheelchair, paralyzed, but grabbed my son's hand. And these are the words he spoke. He says, in the name of Jesus, I pray for this young preacher. Now, my son was not a preacher. He was on drugs, not even coming to church. But daddy saw something the devil didn't want us to know. Daddy spoke it before it was even there. He said, I anoint this young preacher because the enemy is trying to steal your anointing. What God has for you is greater than what you are going through. And daddy said, Daryl, dry your tears and give God some praise because God will turn it around. Several years later, God saved my son. And right now he's next door in church. Don't tell me what God can do. Somebody give a neighbor a high five. Say the devil is a liar. Thank God for faith. Thank God for seeing it before anybody else can see it. Thank God for what he's about to do for your family that nobody else can see it. You've got to call it before you can see it. In the name of Jesus, I pray for this young evangelist. I pray for this man of God. I pray for this woman of God. I feel a praise. And if you got a child, you want to lay their name at the spiritual altar. Just take your hand and do your heart like this and throw it at the altar. And say, they belong to you, Lord. Have your way. This father, may I preach this? I feel like preaching. My time is almost up, but I feel something. This father leaves Capernaum goes to Jesus, says to him, Master, come to my house. My son is sick, and he's about to die. Jesus does not go to the house, but he gives the man something greater than his presence. That is his word. <laughs> he says to the Father, go your way. Your son lives. And this is the part of the text I like. It says, and the man obeyed and believed the word of God and went his way. Some of you, you're standing on nothing but a word. God told you it's going to be all right. Folk look at you and say, you got to be crazy. It doesn't look all right. But touch somebody and say, God said it. That settles it. I'm going to go my way and believe that is already done. Woo! I feel a breakthrough place. I need somebody to touch and agree with me and say, it's already done. I don't care how it looks. God said, it's already done. It's already done. Leave your seat for a moment, cross the aisles, and touch two people and say, it's already done.
He's still at home sick, but it's already done. It doesn't look any different, but it's already done. He still smells like alcohol, but it's already done. He still smells like reefer, but it's already celebration and says guess what your son lives Woo! the devil thought he had him but he lives devil thought he had her but she lives touch somebody and say your child lives I don't care how it looks they live because God said so Bless and highly favored. Bless going in and bless coming out and will be the head and not the tail. Woo! Your son, your son lives. The father said, tell me the exact hour that he got better. The servant said, it was yesterday. Touch somebody and say, on your way home, he was healed. On your way to witness it, it was already done. I need about a thousand folk to scream yesterday. You want to get on the devil's nerve? Say yesterday. When is your child going to be delivered? Somebody say yesterday. Already done. Already. Oh, y'all excuse us. This deserves a praise on it. Tell your neighbor, give me 30 seconds. I've got to put a praise on a miracle that happened yesterday. Some of you don't know our testimony. Somebody got a testimony. God said you're praying for something. It has already been done. It was done yesterday. Touch somebody, say yesterday. Get 
on the devil's nerves. Give God a praise today for what he has done yesterday. Yesterday, every father, leave your seat. Stand at this altar. Every daddy, every father. Already done. Already done. Already done. Already done. The devil is a liar. My sons are blessed and highly favored. Healed, delivered, and set free. Woo! Somebody help me say healed, delivered, and set free. When? Yesterday. Come on, daddies are still coming, men are still coming. Now if you are an uncle or a brother and not a father yet, you still come. Every man, come on, make your way. Let the church say yeah, let the church say yeah, say yeah. Say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. The devil tried to destroy my family, but I declare it was already done. Yesterday, yesterday, I'm stuck on that. Yesterday, yesterday, tell somebody, don't you worry, don't you worry. God has already worked it out yesterday. Look at this, look at this visual. Come on camera crew, help me. Look at this visual at the altar, amen. Here's what I did this morning at eight. God told me to do it again. Now I want every woman in here who has a son, a husband, uncle, brother, that you are praying for. They may not be here today, but I want you to come stand at the altar. Just make your way in. Just stand in the aisles. Fill the aisles. See, the visual is worth a thousand words. In this age of social media, 
putting it out. We're, we're putting this out. These are folk that are already declaring that it's done. All week, I just want you to shout one word, yesterday. When you go home and your child looks like they haven't changed, look at them and say, yesterday. They're going to look at you and say, what's wrong with you? What are you talking about? Say, you don't need to know it. But God told me to declare something yesterday. Woo. Already done. Listen, Milton Brunson sing this song that simply say, Lord, I believe. Is there anybody in here who would touch and agree with me that what you've asked God for, God said, I did it yesterday. Before you can see the manifestation, God has already done it. I am standing on the promises of Jesus. Woo. And I believe that he would do just what he said. Help me and look at somebody and say, no more doubts and disbeliefs causing my faith to decrease. <laughs> Lift those hands and say, I'll take him at his word. I'll trust and never doubt. I'll stand upon the promises. For in the time of trouble, whew, let me say that again. For in the time of trouble, he will bring me out. Lift those hands all over this place and say, Lord, I believe. Say, Lord, I believe that all things or possible Lord I believe Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. clap those hands in I am standing on Ooh. the promises thank you Bill uh, yeah. of Jesus <laughs> Ooh, yeah, same, same. and I believe he will do just what he said, no more doubt or disbelief, causing my faith to decrease. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More. I worship Lord. I'm gonna trust him and never die. I trust him. Fathers, you got to trust him. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And oh, I'm gonna stand. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. For in the time of trouble, he will, he will bring me out. Everybody lift those hands and tell him, Lord. Lord, 
worship Him. I, I believe. Hallelujah. I believed in all things are possible. That's why I say right now, and Lord, Lord, I believe. Take it up from the top, Bill. Take it from the top. Tell him. Now I'm standing on <laughs> woo, the promises of Jesus. Say, and oh, I believe He will do. In what he said. Yeah. Now there's no more doubts. Hallelujah. Or disbelief. Woo. Causing my faith to decrease. All the more. Oh, how Just begin and to worship oh, him. Oh, I'm gonna stand. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. For in the time of trouble, yeah, yes. he promised he's gonna bring me out. All the faith walkers wave those Lord, hands in the air. Lord, I. Lord, I. Hallelujah. I declare that nothing is impossible. Hallelujah, Jesus. I believe, I believe that all things are possible. So if you don't know right now, declare it with me. Say, Lord. Listen, catch someone by the hand. There are three takeaways from this message that we will share with you on Tuesday night, but we just want to put them on the board. Number one is a father's faith is important to the well-being of his family. Takeaway number one. Takeaway number two is this. A father must be willing to approach the Lord with faith concerning the needs of his family. Must be willing to go to the Lord and not be ashamed, embarrassed, but with faith. Says my family needs a miracle. My son, my daughter needs a miracle. Third and finally, a father must be willing to take the Lord at his word as it relates to what he says concerning 
the blessings of his family. When God says your family is blessed, you've got to believe him. Let me tell you something. My dad called my son a minister when he was still on drugs. And I left that house and said, Dad is slipping a little bit. But Daddy saw it even before I could see it. And he prayed that prayer in his bedroom. Lord, bless this young anointed minister. And my son looked at Dad, just got out of jail. What are you talking about? But you've got to believe what God shows you. Sometimes God will show you stuff that even your children have not seen yet. Woo! Any witnesses in here? God will do it. Close those eyes wherever you are. It's a faith journey. It's a faith walk. The greatest thing you can do for your family is to publicly commit to the Lord as your Savior. When your family sees you joining the church, when they see you walk down the aisle, when they see you, says, I'm committing to something greater than who I am. And I don't care how great you may be, you're not great enough, good enough, anointed enough to save yourself. Amen, somebody. Because at the end of the day, only God saves us. Uh, you can't trust in your degrees. You can't trust in anything other than the Lord being on your side. Amen. After this prayer, maybe there's someone in here who wants to take that faith journey. Come and stand at this altar. We'll meet you there. Come stand at the altar. Say, Pastor, here I am. I'm, I'm here as an example for others to follow. Be that godly example and watch God bless your life in a powerful way. If you want, if you've been saved and you just want to rededicate your life, amen, you stand with us at this altar. So here I am. I refuse to go back in the same thing that I came out of. I walk godly as long as I can to the best of my ability. And what you can't do, God has already lifted you up to give you the strength to do it because you cannot do it on your own. Amen. Close those eyes. Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We thank you on this Father's Day. We thank you for we declare and decree that a father's faith matters. Whew. It matters when daddy believes. It matters when men stand up and says, don't just do what I say, but follow me and do what I do. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for young boys that will grow up to be godly men. We touch and agree even for those who perhaps has no father, those who have no father in their lives right now, we declare and decree that you are our heavenly father. You will be right there with him, Lord. Thank you for miracles that were done on yesterday. <laughs> Before we could see it, it was already done. Thank you, Lord. For young men who are becoming ministers while they're still out there selling drugs. Thank you for young women 
who are becoming godly women while they're still out there, nightclubs and giving their lives to decadence and all kinds of things that are not uplifting to your name. It is already done. It is already done. We thank you in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Put your arms around somebody and say, I believe. I believe. God bless you, man. Lord, I, if you want to give your life, you want to join. Come on. You want to make that decision. Come on, somebody, take that stand. Come on, stand with us right now. Come on, somebody. Look at this brother coming. This man coming. You want to be an example. Look at God. Others come right now. God bless you. Others are coming right now. Come stand. They're possible. Come on, come on, brother, stand right with them. Now, come on, Lord, Lord, I stand Lord, with them. I need some brother. Come on. Somebody else walk down those aisles, wherever you are, amen. Lord, I believe. Come Lord, on, I believe. Lord, I. Come on, I. Somebody, somebody's walking down the aisle. Thank you, Elder Terry. Bring them. Look at God. Come on. We should be clapping our hands. Look at Look at God. I believe it all. Come on. Somebody else is coming right now. Look, look at you. Lord, I believe that nothing, nothing is on, Anyone else come to stay? Come on, walk down the aisles right now. Wherever you are, if God is calling you, this could be your moment. This is your moment, amen. God is calling you. This is your day, amen. Anyone else should clap those hands right now as we take these three men. Look at God, come on. Let's celebrate them all the way as they walk down. Come on, clap those hands. Clap those hands. We're going to leave on this song. Look at somebody and say, you're worth fighting for. Where's my note?